Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast, where we delve into the powerful benefits of a holistic, high raw vegan lifestyle for achieving optimal health, brain function, and overall well-being. This podcast is not just about personal health. We're also passionate about community development and creating a culture of health through business and collaboration. Join us as we explore the intersection of raw food, holistic health, and community building to empower ourselves and others to live our best life. I'm your host, Samantha Salmon, Certified Integrative Nutrition Coach and Brain Health Licensed Trainer. And today, and actually this whole quarter, this first quarter of 2024, we are delving into the mindset of what it means to be successful uh, eating clean. I say eating clean because for everyone it looks very differently. But for the people that I work with, um, they are looking to release excess fats and they've identified that raw foods is the way to do it in a really quick and efficient manner. And I agree. Um, that's what helped me in the beginning. When I went vegan, I gained weight, even though going vegan, um, and eating, um, a diet that is low in saturated fat, um, there are other things that can be inflammatory to the body. And for me in particular, uh, the processed foods, in particular bread, um, was really, really bread, pasta, oats. This stuff, you know, was making me retain water uh, and gain weight. Like, you know, I was getting chubby. There's only so much water I would think the body would retain. So a lot of it was turning into fat for me. Um, and I actually ended up gaining 20 pounds and it was raw foods incorporating more raw foods and in particularly in particular for me more vegetables because i don't think i wasn't eating fruit uh but i definitely was eating more fresh food so like more fruit more fresh vegetables um going raw at that time at the beginning of my journey after i noticed that i was gaining all this weight pretty quickly um because a lot of this thing like when i talk about the beginnings of my journey all took place within six months, you know? Um, so I'm pretty much in tune with my body and I watch and I, I, I try to catch it because I don't like when things get out of hand. And raw foods help me to maintain my weight, even if I'm not 100%, right? As a high raw eater, I'm not necessarily 100%, but my body stays um, within my healthy weight range and um, I'm healthy because I'm getting all my nutrition from actual whole foods. So I don't have any concerns about any nutritional deficiencies. My body's not showing signs of nutritional deficiencies. Um, and that's because I do some intentional things like rotating my greens, rotating my fruits, you know, making sure I have a very diverse uh, diet in terms of like the foods that I'm eating that change with the season. Um, and all of these things just make sure my body gets what it needs. So anyway, this whole, um, quarter of 2024, we're diving into the mindset on what it takes to be successful as a clean eater, specifically on your high raw vegan journey. And some of you have reached out to me. You want to be a hundred percent raw. Um, being vegan is easy for you. 
being whole food vegan is easy, but the raw part has been difficult, especially in the winter months, right? Which uh, I cover, a, I've covered a lot of this, like winter eating. I have the Healthy Digestion Recipe book, which you will have the link to here to download um, in the description to this video. Uh, but also, you know, like the mindset of it, because I always talk about too, um, you know, when I, I, when I lived in Chicago, um, I was making, so this is like outside of the store. I was making a lot of raw foods in the wintertime because it was just so dark and bleak and cold, you know, <laughs> I, that was like the first time that first, that city in particular, it was the first time I ever learned about seasonal depression. Um, I walked into a bookstore and saw a book where that was the title, Seasonal Depression. I was like, oh, is that what that is? Because I was feeling something, you know, because it was just so dark and long, the winters, you know, and cold. Oh my goodness. I had never felt cold like that in my life. And I'm born and raised in, in Queens, New York. So we know winter, we know snow, but Chicago is beyond uh, when it comes to, when it comes to winters. Um, but my body, my body was craving um, sun and vibrancy. And um, I think that's why it wanted the fruits in particular, it wanted fruits and it wanted vegetables, you know, all those phytonutrients. It's really helpful for our body to eat colorful food. They say to eat the rainbow and that's all in your fruits and vegetables, right? All those colors, they have different uh, nutritional value to them. So that's why it's important to rotate all of that. But my body was craving it. So it was like an intention, it was a, uh, not intentional, but, um, what do you call it? Like an intuition in my spirit and my soul and my gut was like, I need this, you know, mango, even if it's imported, I need this banana. I need this, these grapes, you know, um, it just had me feeling light when the energy of the winter just had, was just feeling so heavy, you know, and you know, to each their, their own, you know, some people have different experiences depending on where they live. Right now I live in Orlando, Florida, so I'm not as impacted really by the, the weather um, in terms of what I'm craving to eat. Uh, but so I feel like the body really talks to us. When it's craving certain things, like if it's craving sweets, um, there's certain nutrients in fruits that it must be looking for. If it's craving salt, there must be some minerals in vegetables that it's looking for, you know? Um, and so historically, I have always just fed my cravings with wholesome foods and uh, for the most part, raw foods, because I can satisfy those cravings and not feel like I'm working against my health, you know? Because prim primarily, I have a big why. And my big why for eating this way is because my body uh, revolts against me when I don't, right? If I don't eat raw, my di digestive system hates me. It wants to divorce me and just leave my body, just walk out of my chest and just walk away from me. So I 
you know, I've learned. My body has told me, hey, listen, you got to do the raw or or we're just going to make your life hell, you know? So I've had to listen to it. My body's holding me accountable. And I know for some of you, you're having signs. Either it's the excess fat, like lots and lots of excess fat that just keeps piling on and makes it harder and harder to move, makes the body more and more uncomfortable, or you're dealing with some kind of other health crisis where the doctor has said, hey, you need to be raw if you're looking to reverse some of these things or um, have this surgery work more optimally or have these meds work more optimally, right? We all have our reason why. But you definitely want to get clear on that reason why because there's no reason to be doing something if you don't have a why, right? You're not going to get an award for eating clean and being healthy. Nobody's going to give you an award or a pat on the back. You honestly, you do this for yourself. <laughs> you do it for yourself. You know, I've, I, I have seen folks who end up in a health crisis and decide to just completely like give themselves up to the medical system and completely disengage from any kind of um, ownership or activity to how they can, or agency to how they can help their situation, right? They just give up. And I've spent some time trying to figure out what makes a person really do this, like give up? Because to me, it translates as giving up on life. Why would, why would someone give up on life? And so like for me, my, my empathy muscle is quite strong, right? So I always like to put myself in, in other people's shoes and I'm like, okay, what would make me give up on life? Because life is hard sometimes, you know? Life is super, super hard and, and folks just give up, right? Because they're like, what is the point of doing all the things, right? I would have to change. I would have to change how I operate, you know, I would have to overcome cravings, which is hard, you know, the easy thing is to give in to the cravings for the soda and the hot dogs and eating whatever I want whenever I want, you know, um, just keeping doing the same, even though my body is deteriorating, it's the same. So it's easier, right? And for me, it's like, I understand life being hard. And at the same time, I don't like pain. <laughs> I don't like pain and discomfort. And we actually don't have, we don't have um, really like a say in when time's up for us in this life, right? So if we're going to ride out this life, at least have it be the most comfortable ride possible, right? Why take an uncomfortable ride, right? And it only takes a little bit of effort, a little bit of effort, at least some intentionality. And it definitely gets easier when you surround yourself with people who are on the same journey as you, right? Um, so anyway, I really wanted to focus in on today, commitment to learning, right? So. I know some of you, if you're listening to this, you are interested in the raw food diet. Um, you wanna create balanced meals, right? So in my program, From Fatigue to Fabulous, 
I have a ton of different meal plans catered to the needs of my clients. So I've been working on a ton of different things, um, a lot of different meal plans. And so I have, I have tons of resources there, right? Recipes, meal plans, you know, if you can't do nuts, if you can't do seeds, if you want to be a high raw vegan and you can't do tofu, right? We go through all of this kind of stuff. And of course, fat loss goals, how to accomplish fat loss goals, high raw, how to overcome digestive issues, high raw, you know, all those types of things. And if you want to be raw, there's a whole raw track with raw recipes and um, and all of that. Uh, while you're on this journey, in the beginning and in the middle, and you're always in the middle, there's no end, right? The end is end of life, okay? So even for me, I've been eating high raw vegan for the past 15 years. Raw has always been a staple and a foundation, and I actually, I'm very grateful that I was exposed to the raw vegan lifestyle very early on because this to me is like the ultimate cleanest eating that one could do. You have very little oil, right? And you're eating whole foods unprocessed by heat, you know? You know, just with, it's just simple and it's quick. If you don't like, if you don't, like I know back in the day, I was always concerned, oh, I'm gonna, cause we, growing up in my house I grew up in, we have a gas stove and uh you know my family's jamaican i i've watched them you know touch hot pots uh try to you know do all this stuff in the kitchen with with knives and things and people getting cut and stuff and these are skilled folks who are in the kitchen a lot right but it's like they're used to getting burned they're used to getting cut i'm like ooh, i don't want to go through that right i don't like pain i don't like pain um, and yeah, on the raw food lifestyle, you definitely use a knife, right? You, and you have to get good at using a knife, but I don't, the not having to deal with fire and heat and hot stuff and spending a ton of time uh, in the kitchen, you know, was definitely a huge plus for me. And the where you end up spending more time in the kitchen is when you make more raw gourmet stuff, which tends to be dehydrated, not have water, which is which is a great transitional thing, but it's not the place you want to live necessarily, unless you're more eating of a, like a high fat lifestyle. But I think even with a high fat raw vegan diet, you can simplify it because if it's not simple and efficient, your whole process in the kitchen and for meal prep, it's going to be really hard to make it sustainable, right? So you have to find what works for you with the time that you have available for your lifestyle and all of that, right? That's what sustainability is all about. But you will always have, the the thing to always remember on this journey is having a commitment to learning, right? Learning about health, learning about health and wellness, in particular, raw foods. So in the beginning of my journey, um, I, you know, I always talk about how like my first books were Annie Fio, um, this woman, I can't remember her name, she had like short black curly hair, and she had a couple books, like Easy to Be Raw. Um, and then there was one like Easy Raw for Two or something like this. Megan Elizabeth was um, 
was another influential person who now I, I see she's no longer raw vegan, but her recipes were awesome, which is why I really appreciate the folks, even who are no longer, because <laughs> when they put resources out, it's like it's helpful to folks who even like stay on it because they have to, because they want to, because it really serves their body. I'm not sure what happened to her, um, but this is lifelong. Like I don't see my body ever not wanting fruits and vegetables because <laughs> it's only been rejecting oil, cooked food. Um, you know, it's rejecting, it's been historically rejecting all of these things through digestive upset, acid reflux, uh, um, you know, things like this, that's mostly, mostly, and weight gain, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it works for me and I've seen it work for my clients as well. It's just an easy way to release the excess fat. You're filling up on water because there's water in the food and your body's being cleansed by this because you have water and fiber just cleansing out the colon. So it just makes sense, right? So anyway, I started with these books and then um, what else? Anifio, Sarma from Pure Food and Wine. Matthew McKinney was her, her business partner, and he is a well-known like raw food chef. I think he's written a few other books. His stuff is really like high-end gourmet, so you see like a little bit of food on the plate, and I'm like, no, that doesn't match my appetite. So, <laughs> so I've never really been into his books necessarily, but these were some of the first few books that I got in the beginning. And um, I've said on the show before, I've recommended some other raw books and we've had some other raw chefs, culinary artists on the summits, the Thrive Through Food Summit and the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit who've shared recipes, right? So off the top of my head, Ama Opare um, is one. Uh, Perry uh, with his barbecue course. Then you have Daniel McKinnon, uh, Jeanette, Jeanette Misfit Vegan. She has a, a freebie called 100 Free Recipes or something. I can't remember the domain, but it's 100 recipes. And would you believe that folks download this and don't make the recipes? And there's 100 of them in there. And so it has been like, I can understand someone saying, you know what, I got the book. I tried one or two recipes and I didn't like them at all. Then I'm like, okay, I can work with this, right? Because let's figure out what you had and why you didn't like it. And then we can work from there and find something that could work for you for consistency, right? But when you don't try, it has me then wondering, okay, this 100 recipes, right? She must have put a lot of work into making this, you know? Um, and even for my meal plans, like people purchase my meal plans you know, before when they were uh, just available for purchase and wouldn't make the stuff. I'm like, well, I saw you did the 30-day raw vegan challenge and, you know, it comes with a 30-day raw vegan meal plan. How are the recipes? What did you try? Oh, I didn't try anything. I thought you wanted to be raw. I thought you wanted to eat more raw. Why would you not try? Why would you pay for a book or even download a book and not try the recipes, right? What, what is that about? You know, we have to do some self-reflection and get honest with ourselves. If we say we wanna be raw and we have the recipes to make the raw foods, 
what is the disconnect? Like, why are we not making the thing? And honestly, like, not only do we need to commit to learning and getting the books, but we need to open the books, read the books, make the recipes, do the thing, right? Do the thing you say you want to do to get the goal you say you're trying to get, right? Because we don't make forward movement unless we move. That is the whole point, right? So even if your doctor is telling you, hey, you know, um, I need you to eat clean, I need you to eat raw, and the, the recipes that he's given you, you know, you don't like them. You know, there's a couple of things. First of all, with a raw food diet, it's hard to feed your food addictions on a raw food diet. So in some ways it can be done, but um, you know, it's not gonna be an addiction. It's like if you have a craving for salt, you could have a very savory raw dish. You'll never get addicted to the thing, but you're probably addicted to some other foods, things that you remember having in the past that you're like, oh my God, like I really, really want this, which we have in the Thrive Through Food Summit, which you could still purchase, um, a training from Lexi on uh, DBT, Dialectical Behavioral Training, going over like, and I have a guide in there on how you can actually use DBT to overcome your cravings. She has a free course that she does in there. And I just think it's a really a brilliant, brilliant thing. I always just use food, right? So if I'm, if I'm having a craving for something sweet, I make something sweet that's raw. If I have a craving for something salty, I make something really savory with salt that's raw, you know, and I eat, you know, I eat, I quell those cravings with food. And you only get to the place where you can do that when you build up your repertoire of, of, uh, raw dishes. So you have a selection to choose from. And even if you don't have it, have a recipe book handy, like on my Island, I have a book, which we've, we've gone through, um, and talked about in the raw food health empowerment circle a lot. Um, Raw Foods on a Budget by Brandy Rollins. Now, let me grab this book for you, actually, because I do want you to see this book. This book right here. <laughs> this book by Miss Brandy Rollins. She has her master's in, I don't know if it's nutrition or what. Let me see. Master's in nutrition or social work or something. Hold on, let me see. Anyway, I can't even find what her master's is in. But it's something like that. I feel like I I read she's a social worker, a nutritionist. I don't know. But if you if you go in the book in the beginning, right? Here, there's a whole curriculum. She has modules, different weeks, right? So there's stuff here. <laughs> there are resources. There's resources. Folks are making even more resources. We had on the um the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit, uh, Star, and she has a recipe book. It's basically, it's a it's one of those recipe books where she said, this is, these are all the meals I ate to overcome my cravings and lose all this weight. She lost a ton of weight in the double digits, right? A ton, a ton of weight. I can't remember the exact amount, but it was a lot. And, um, and for folks who have the Raw Food Health Empowerment Summit, which you can still purchase, the link is below. Um, her story's in there. You know, she has all these recipes. And yeah, they take more time, but she says this is what helped her with the cravings, right? So anyway, commit to learn. Commit to making the stuff, right? Actually 
prioritize it, right? So everyone's busy. We're all busy, right? But we do make time for the things that matter to us. If something uh, is important to you, you make time for it, right? Because everyone says they're busy. I heard a, a mother say this. Everyone says they're busy and then they have kids and they only get like busier, right? And so these mothers, when they hear folks without kids say that, they're busy, you know, it just makes them laugh. But the thing is that I think, I don't have any kids, but what I think is that, yeah, we're, we're all busy. Like everybody's busy, but we have our priorities change, right? If you have a child, that child becomes your priority. All these other things that need to get done, you have to figure it out. And now you just have a more tight time frame to figure that out, right? There have been times when I'm uh, juggling numerous projects, full-time job, um, side business, you know, and then I have family responsibilities. I'm not prioritizing necessarily the full-time job over the side business. Both of these things are important. So what I have to do, I have to organize my life accordingly, right? So which means I have to prioritize things to make the most of the limited time that I have, you know? And I know a lot of folks are running around like this with, with, jobs, side hustles, and all this type of stuff. Everyone's busy. Everyone's busy, right? Everyone's busy, right? There will never be a time when you're not busy, most likely, right? But just like we have limited amounts of money and cash, we have limited amounts of time. So what do you do? You're discerning with the cash that you spend. You're discerning with the time that you spend, and you prioritize the things that matter to you. So when I hear someone says, I have recipes, I have recipe books, yet I have not made those recipes, then I really question if you're really trying to be raw. Because you could have been raw yesterday, right? You have all the tools. There's nothing hard about it. You just make the stuff. You buy the stuff, you make the stuff. <laughs> and that's it. That's really it, right? Now, there's things that happen along with it, the cravings and all this kinds of stuff, but at least you're making the thing, right? So you're, you're halfway there on the journey because being high raw, by definition, means you're making raw meals, you have cravings for stuff, and you're eating what you want to eat, right? Why not? You're high raw. What's stopping you from eating that stuff? What's stopping you? You got in your raw foods. You have a craving for this, go get your stuff, right? <laughs> so at least the bare minimum, you're eating raw, right? So anyway, I wanted to just, I'll just leave you with that. The commitment to learning, get the books. There's lots of resources. Get the recipes, download the recipes. Get the meal plans, download the meal plans. Make the things, make the thing. Actually step into it, immerse yourself in it. You know, we're living in a time of abundance, which means an abundance of knowledge and resources. This is not an excuse to hold you back or to stop you or to stall you. Having the thing doesn't make you successful. You have to actually do it, right? Do it. So good luck. It's a new year and we're starting off strong. So if you actually said that you want this thing and it's okay if you decide, hey, I have other priorities. I don't want to prioritize this right now. You know, I've gone through stressful periods in my life where it's like, you know what? F it. Intermittent fasting, I don't want to do it right now. I want to eat. I want to eat. I don't have the emotional capacity 
to deal with, you know, not being, um, with being hungry and having to go through all of that with intermittent fasting, you know? So I want to eat. I understand. I've been there, you know, and it's your prerogative to make those changes and adjustments as you go on. Sometimes in our life, different situations calls for a different plan of action, right? Just like the folks who are in a health crisis and they have to be raw. This is now the time to step up, to step up and say, Hey, I want to take control of my life. I want to take agency for my own health because if I don't do it, the outcome is I become a victim to the system. And that's honestly the truth. It's the truth. If you don't, if you don't look out for yourself, if you don't take care of yourself, no one really can help you that much. Even the doctor and the medical system, the tools that they have only go so far. And it works best for folks who are in crisis, not for acute, not for chronic uh, situations, you know, that could be helped or alleviated by nutrition and lifestyle, which is just about the majority of diseases that folks are dying from, you know. Um, even if you are going the medical route, you actually support that process with a clean diet and a healthy lifestyle, right? Which means regular physical activity, um, keeping the toxic load as low as possible and alleviating stress as much as possible, right? So anyway... Happy New Year to you all um, and enjoy. Have a commitment to learning. Get all the books I recommended and join me in the, in the coaching program if you want to jump in on these meal plans and get the support to actually reach your goals this year, right? Make it actually happen. Some people need um, that one-on-one -on -one support, which it makes sense, right? Everybody needs a coach. Not everyone can afford a coach, but everybody needs a coach, okay? Because there's always something we're looking to get, always something we want to improve on. I have coaches, and anyone who's aspiring to anything has coaches, right? We need people to pour into us, to keep us motivated and keep us going strong. So um, if that's something that you have the opportunity to do, then definitely make sure you jump on that. All right, take care. See you soon.